excited about this morning who's excited about what what might happen this morning his presence is here uh, thank the band I might ask George to remain on stage and don't go too far probably have you back uh, very soon please be seated gonna share a little bit of the word and then we might have a bit of uh, time in ministry uh, towards the end and I'm gonna switch microphones so as mentioned a little bit earlier today is uh, Pentecost Sunday and and Pentecost, uh, with it, in Acts chapter 2, we see the story of what Pentecost uh, was. And if we could throw that up, please. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So this is where we see the Holy Spirit made available to all believers. And it's a continuation of what happened when Jesus died on the cross. The, the temple curtain was torn in two from top to bottom. There was an earthquake, and that was symbolic of, up to that point, the presence of God had been in the, the Holy of Holies in the temple in one location where the priests would have to do all sorts of sacrifices to get into the Holy of Holies, into God's presence. When Jesus died on the cross and the earthquake came, the temple was... Uh, the, the, the curtain of the temple was destroyed. It, it split in two. That was symbolic of his presence now being available and visible to all. To see that curtain tear would have been heartache for the priests because they're so protective of the presence of God. But what we see 50 days later, where Pente is 50, 50 days later, Pentecost where we see the, the presence of God come and fall upon the disciples and as tongues of fire. Now, last year, I had the privilege of sharing on Pentecost Sunday as well. And uh, if you may remember, I might jog, jog your memory, it talked about firepower. And I have a slightly vivid imagination at times and think about the Holy Spirit and special abilities and power and, and tongues of fire and the, the presence of God does come as fire and many examples in the Bible. And sometimes my imagination might run away with me and it might lead to some sort of superhero dreams. And Jane, can I have the uh, first one, please? Maybe, has anyone kind of had these sort of imaginations? Like, You've got this power, and you... well, maybe I've just watched too many Marvel movies. Or maybe, maybe the next one. Maybe it's a bit like 
Scarlet Witch or Doctor Strange and you can, if you do things in the right way, then there's this power that comes with that. It, thanks, Jane, we could go on to the Does anyone else have an imagination like that? Yeah, there's a few hands, okay. Maybe I've only appealed to the, to the Marvel fans. Um, who's seen if, Avengers Infinity War? No. Man, that thing that happens at the end. Uh, just kidding, I won't do that. I'm not that kind of person. But stuff does happen at the end. All I'll say is stick to the end of the end of the credits. Word of, word of advice. So that's, that's a little bit of comic uh, relief, but just to bring our awareness to, and I still do believe, and it's not to say I have changed my mind from last year, let, let me make that clear. There is power, there is fire in the Holy Spirit. But what I would like to talk about this morning is another aspect which is often forgotten and the two need to be together to understand that while there are gifts and we'll talk about those later and might uh, see some of those at work there there are gifts of the spirit and there there is fire and there's power that comes with the spirit we need to understand that the holy spirit is a person and has a personality and it gives us uh, the title of this week's message the personality of the holy spirit so why would we say if the Holy Spirit comes as fire and at Pentecost and that's how it was re- revealed to the disciples that the, the Holy Spirit is a person? Well, we have some names of the Holy Spirit as referenced in, in the Bible and we'll throw those up on the screen. And This isn't all of them, but this is ones I've selected that might indicate the characteristics or the description of a person not of a Doctor Strange type force where you flick your hand a certain way and turn your hand or an Iron Man where you've got a power and you, from a power pack and you, not that kind of electro type force but the Holy Spirit is the author of scripture working through the disciples and, and instructing and guiding and, and talking the Holy Spirit is a comforter a counsellor, an advocate, a helper, a convictor of sin. How do these things happen through talking, through comfort, through being present? Characteristics of a person, not of a mysterious magnetic force or an electro power or a special contraption or an infinity stone. The Holy Spirit is a guide who helps us, is with us every day as we walk, as we do life, giving us guidance and wisdom and insight and a little inner voice of do this, don't do that. The Holy Spirit is an intercessor where we don't have words and we're in situations where we might not have words to express the the thoughts or the anguish or the emotions that we're going through. The Holy Spirit is described as an intercessor speaking on, on our spirit's behalf to God even when we don't have the words in the situation to express what we need to. And as far as I know, intercessors use words and the people. They're a gift to the church as well. We, we have people in this church that 
have a gift in intercessory prayer. The Holy Spirit is a teacher, much in the same way that Jesus was. Because the Holy Spirit is God and has those characteristics. And the Holy Spirit is witness or bears witness on our, on our behalf and on Jesus' behalf. So these are some of the names of the Holy Spirit, which to me give a fairly clear indication of the person of the Holy Spirit, not just this force. What, what they saw visibly was the fire come down and that was symbolic that his presence had arrived and symbolic of the fact there is power in the Holy Spirit. So if the Holy Spirit is a person, then there are traits that come with that. So there's a personality. Now, we might all think there's somebody in our world that might lack personality, but everybody that's a person has a personality of some sort. Some might be more interesting than others, but everybody has a personality. I've got a, de uh, a definition of personality. The combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. Combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. The Holy Spirit has wonderful characteristics and qualities. And we've got another description of the personality of the Holy Spirit, which talks about, on the next slide, of the, the gifts that come with the Holy Spirit. You, you know the personality of the Spirit. Maybe back one, unless it's missing. You know the personality of the Holy Spirit by the gifts He provides and the attitudes He promotes. That's how you can understand the personality of me by how you feel after you've been in my presence. Are people thankful when I arrive and sad to see me go, or is it the other way around? Are they sad to see me arrive and thankful when I leave? In some way, that can be pointed to my personality and my effect on the atmosphere. Much the same way with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's personality is seen by the gifts He, he gives, and, and uh, there are gifts talked about in 1 Corinthians and the attitudes he promotes you could say the fruit of the spirit in Galatians talking about love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control these are the types of attitudes the Holy Spirit promotes so when you put these together you could say these are pointers towards the personality of the Holy Spirit if we could throw up that uh, 1 Corinthians passage talking about the gifts now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I love this part before we get on to the, the specific gifts. Because the purpose of the Holy Spirit is not for me to be Iron Man or to have these unique abilities like Doctor Strange. The purpose of the Holy Spirit to come, to reside, to have communion with us, to have relationship, with us, to be with us, because Jesus can't be with us all. Jesus said it was for our benefit that he were to go to the Father, because if he didn't go, then the Holy Spirit wouldn't come. Because Jesus could only physically be in one place at one time. So we would all have to 
do pilgrimages to see Jesus, but the Holy Spirit came after Jesus died, so we all have access to the presence of God. That presence we feel this morning in worship and on in the Word and in the atmosphere now, that's the presence of God. That's the Holy Spirit. We have the Spirit in us. We also have the, the presence of God in this room where two or more are gathered. So the manifestation of the Spirit is when we see these gifts outworking and it's not, the Holy Spirit didn't just come as fire on one day, it's continuously accessible. So it's given for the common good. The gifts that we have are for the benefit of everyone else around us and for our community and for our workplaces and for our family, for the common good. Throw that verse up again, please. To one, there is given through a spirit a message of wisdom. Another, a message of knowledge of means of the same spirit. To another, faith. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits, sometimes known as discernment and other aversions. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still another, the interpretation of tongues. The personality of the Holy Spirit is shown through these gifts and, and the attitudes he promotes and the love, joy, peace, kindness. So when you encounter the Holy Spirit, when you're in his presence, you should encounter that personality and walk with that personality. And when you spend time in a relationship with a person, eventually you go a bit of back and forth and you build off each other and you you pick up some of the traits and some of the characteristics when you spend enough time in relationship with them. If they're a person of wisdom, eventually you will pick up some wisdom to apply to your own life. If they're a person of faith, you will pick up some faith and belief for your, your life and your situation. And that's what happens for us with the Holy Spirit. And then the third thing to talk about in terms of the Holy Spirit sees the person of the Spirit and the person of the Spirit has a personality. Is how, how do we get the Holy Spirit? It's great. There's, the fire came down 2,000 years ago and we're in this room now. And how do we get these gifts and understand more of the personality? Well, it's not just a theoretical knowledge. Notice I intentionally don't have my, my notes here to give a step-by-step -step of everything I know about the Holy Spirit because this morning isn't so much about head knowledge, it's about understanding and receiving and experiencing the presence. There's no point me telling you everything I know about the Holy Spirit and listing off all the different verses and all the different thoughts because in reality I, I don't know it all. I don't know everything there is to know about the Holy Spirit. I know enough to, to share and I can share my experiences with the Holy Spirit. Where times where you may be lonely or depressed, His presence comes and comforts and lifts you up. Times where you're lacking in faith, he, he comes and deposits faith to push through that season that you're in to get to the next situation. And then 
one way that it's talked about several times in the New Testament to receive the Holy Spirit, to receive those gifts, is through the laying on of hands. There, in, in my back notes, there's at least six really clear examples of the, the laying on of hands and to receive gifts of the Spirit, and we're going to do that soon with some people. So that, that's why sometimes when we pray and when we pray for our leaders before, there were other leaders around them with a hand on their shoulder. Because when we have the Holy Spirit in us and we offer that hand to, to reach out to other believers or people that are wanting to believe, I can't explain it because the Holy Spirit reaches out to them and, and transfers and imparts his gift and transfers it to them and it builds their faith and opens up the gifts that are in them and Hebrews talks about it being one of the core foundational aspects of church life. The writer of Hebrews says, let us move beyond the basic things of communion and laying on of hands. So it's one of the very core things that we believe and do and it's how we do ministry. In our connect groups and dinner parties and prayer meetings, when we gather and pray, we, we lay hands on because we're imparting a gift of faith when we're standing in prayer with somebody. The, the faith that I have through the Holy Spirit, we're praying and believing and laying hands on that person, on their shoulder, on their arm to say, I believe and I'm believing the Holy Spirit is transferring and applying and giving you faith. What I have, I am sharing because the gifts are given for the manifestation of the the manifestation of the gifts is given for the common good. So, can I please have uh, Bjarke and Kara and Juz come forward? Now, I knew I was going to do this like a month ago for you guys, but I didn't want to do it just before because I wanted to wait till now. Um, so the, the the word or the thought have for you guys is stepping into new leadership roles and I, I remembered uh, 12 months ago I think on this time last year do you remember the thing about the tadpole and the frog yeah it's kind of been it's been the year of the kind of that transition into the frog. Uh, that shared a word about uh, as a tadpole, you're a creature, you're alive, you you have an environment, it's a pond, and you you, you live. But when they become a frog, it's not to say Bjarke looks like a frog <laughs> and is going to, and turned into a prince all of a sudden. <laughs> It's when they became a frog, all of a sudden they can step out of the water and they had a world and a reality. And maybe that applies to somebody else here and talking about the Holy Spirit and, and the atmosphere we're in at the moment. When you're a tadpole, you have a world, you have an existence. It's a pond. When you become a frog, you can sit, put your eyes above the water. You can see that your reality is so much more, there's more color. There's a bigger world, you can jump around and hop from pond to pond and you can breathe the air and 
it's a different world, it's a different perspective, but it's still the same life. That's what can happen for Holy Spirit. And I felt for all, all three of you stepping into new leadership roles as assistant leaders and excited about what might be beyond that, is that nothing to do with frogs and tadpoles, but I just, just dawned on me in the last couple of days, it's been an interesting year. And we look back on it 12 months ago, okay, it's kind of making sense, but the, the, the next season where you're in stepping into leadership is this uh, is a, a mantle of leadership. When you step into a leadership role, there's a mantle or an authority. And the picture of that in the Bible is of a cloak. Often the prophets had a cloak or uh, some sort of garment that was called a mantle. And that was an indication of their spiritual authority of their position. So the word for the three of you is that the, the Holy Spirit is, is giving you spiritual authority. As, as those leaders, he's, as new, new leaders in the church, it's giving you new spiritual authority, a new mantle for this season. Might ask somebody to j- jump up. So let's just reach out our hands to these guys. We're going to spend a li- little bit of time in ministry in the next few minutes. So I ask you to keep your hearts engaged. Keep your faith engaged because there are people in this room that need healing. There are people in this room that need a word of knowledge, a word of prophecy to release their future that is ahead for them. And that could be you, but we need to be gathered in unity and agreeing with the people that have needs or God is appointing or lifting up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mantle of leadership. The authority that comes with that. page but the previous chapter is done the previous chapter, the previous season is finished there is a new page, a new chapter about to begin thank you for your mental leadership Anointed 
to business leadership. Now comes the spiritual leadership. Eyes to see things as God sees them, with his wisdom, with his thoughts, which are so much higher than our thoughts. been a gift that's in you for a long time and he's going to bring it up even more. Perspective and insight and understanding and a release of the spiritual gifts. Thank you God for a man with a heart after you. Thank you for the strength and capacity. Thank you, Jesus. Did I see Dylan before? Ah, is that the back? Do you still have the symptoms? Come forward. Uh, we're at men's prayer on Friday morning. And Dylan was sharing that he had a concussion a couple of weeks ago, was it? Still feeling symptoms. Wonder, is there anybody... You guys can stay as long as you like. So you can, or you can return if, if need. Anyone here who has desired the gift of healing? couple of hands in any more who have always thought about or maybe recently thought about the gift of healing and Ash please now why why do you like the gift of healing what, what's interested you in you? What, what's God put on your heart about healing? Uh, well, my own chronic illness has led me to need to want to implement that in my own life. And when I started reading more about it, I wanted the gift to be able to pray for other people too. gift on Ash. Holy Spirit, unlock the gift of healing, we pray. You can pray for Dylan now. Uh, Michelle, can you, or someone, please help Michelle forward in their chair. <laughs> Or if you want to, if you've got crutches, then you can do that too. Now, I, I firmly believe that sometimes we don't know that we have a gift in us, but we have the motivations or interests. And I remember in my teenage years, I had a mentor that's like, well, what gifts do you want? And I'm like, well, I like, I like this one, I like that one, I like that one. He's like, cool, pray for them. 
the Bible says you can seek and desire the gifts. Paul says that I wish you all to prophesy. But we, we talk about tongues as su- something when we're praying and as a prayer language that we would love everybody to have. And it's a sign of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that the gifts are there, that the presence of the Holy Spirit is there. Paul says, even more than that, I desire that you all prophesy, that you all have these other gifts and, and use them. And I've found in my world, in my life, that there were seeds of desire or seeds of the gift that I didn't know until I stepped out and started praying for them and started actually using them. And the first time really felt it really strongly. I've shared this story before. I was at a youth conference. Great things happen at youth conferences and youth camps. Plug for summer camp for the youth in January. Get your youth along to it. Great things happen at youth gatherings. And I was praying for someone I had never met before and a word of knowledge just dropped in and I got hit by the presence of God so strong, the Holy Spirit. Uh, my, my knees buckled, I almost fell over. And as we talked about earlier in the service and the royal wedding, the, the message that was preached about the power of love, uh, after in, the, in 1 Corinthians, says if I have prophecy, if I have words but I have not love, I have nothing. Underlying all of this and the motivations and the characteristics of the Holy Spirit and the personality is love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control. The Holy Spirit doesn't do it because it's a cool thing to do. It does it because Jesus loves us. He cares for concussion symptoms. He cares for broken ankles. He cares for other illnesses, ailments, depression, oppression. He cares for us in our minds. Ash. Liz put up a hand before as well. Come pray for Michelle. Let's run in the family. Let's just reach out a hand towards Michelle and Jazz as well. Cara, let's just, those that are up the front, come gather around. Those that don't know Michelle is due to be in Fiji in just about a week's time to help uh, with the house building stuff. It's a bit difficult when you've got a broken ankle. That who would like to agree with me and believe in faith that the Holy Spirit can move and repair that ankle and there's surgery, there's plates, there's, there's screws and things in there, but the Holy Spirit can strengthen and enable Michelle to be actively participating beyond just conversing, but physically participating and enjoying the trip, not walking around with the, this, a boot, a moon boot, and all, all of that. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit, we thank you that you care. You love us. You walk with us. You have gifted us gifts of healing. Pray you release the gift of healing here this morning. Your Holy Spirit works through Michelle. You strengthen that ankle. healing, you bring repair. We thank you for the skill of doctors and the finest care. We pray that your Holy Spirit comes and strengthens and builds upon what the doctors have done. That you release Michelle to freely serve in Fiji. To freely serve your people and to See her heart connected with those and freedom. Sharing from a position of strength. Thank you. You guys can keep praying for her if you like. like this so encourage Michelle while she's getting prayed for to once you receive the prayer for healing to go home and try and test it out a little bit build faith and see the result of what what comes of that and I'm believing that something amazing can happen here this morning and has happened and is happening right now it's not about me it's not about a gift I have it's not about a single Iron Man ability it's about gifts given for the common good representing all the, the leaders and the people here this morning praying and as I mentioned before the motivation and the personality of the Holy Spirit and the attributes he has is love and as we heard about in communion this morning Jesus died on the cross for us that we can have because of love we have access to life and relationship and fellowship with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit so in a moment before we close I want to give the opportunity for anybody who has not invited Jesus into their world to have a relationship with him. Maybe you haven't done it before or you have and you've walked away and you felt like that relationship is cut off and you want to come back. We'll provide that opportunity and I'll ask you to put up your hand and we'll pray with uh, you as, as a group here this morning as a church. We'll all pray that prayer. And somebody will come and talk to you about it afterwards. So I want to provide the opportunity to ask everybody across the hall here this morning just to close their eyes and just to let this moment happen. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anybody here this morning that would like to receive Jesus, to enter that relationship, to accept forgiveness from sin, to accept eternal life. Just ask you to put up your hand nice and high, whether it's the first time or you've done it before. Every service, we want to provide that opportunity. We don't want to let it slide. 
no matter what has been happening. So just wait another moment or two. ask everybody to stand please and let's just look to the Holy Spirit this morning let's just close our eyes and just to block out what's happening around us and just to concentrate on the presence of God sometimes that can help to physically put out our hands or to raise our hands to a physical sign of what's happening in our spirit and in, in our soul that we're, we're opening ourselves up to the presence of God and I just want to pray for us this morning Holy Spirit we thank you for your presence this morning we thank you for your gifts we thank you for your person your personality attributes of love and joy and peace, kindness and self-control. I pray you make that evident in us this week. Where those things might have been lacking, you bring them back to us. You keep us mindful of them so we keep pursuing them and keep seeking them. I pray this morning you've unlocked further gifts that have existed from you or your planted seeds and growing the gifts that are people are seeking gifts from you prophecy pray you release that this morning in people's world word of knowledge of wisdom power of miracles power of healing gift of tongues thank you your Holy Spirit enables all of these